There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. In St. Louis, it's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to The Morning After. Presented to you by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome, friends, to the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McCurney, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Stroh, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you on the radio program. Uh, Doug, a couple of things of, of note here. Uh, when I opened up the YouTube chat, it's wonderful to see the people gathering uh, to talk it over in there. Uh, an ad for Saks Fifth Avenue played. And I kind of think that finally, we finally have hit the perfect demographic for what the content of the show yeah. is and that is the Saxth Fifth Avenue uh, client base. Every time I'm in Saks buying jewels I'll see, I see a number of listeners. But isn't Mr. Licks like a customer representative there? So maybe that Oh, is that a, the deal? Yeah, he has, he? he's a rep there so I think that may be why oh. the algorithm hit that way. I think Jeff Avelin used to work there. Oh, there, he didn't do that there anymore? There and Neiman Marcus, one he, of the two. He isn't there anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jackson, does he still work there? I don't know. What's the matter, Iggy? He could grab the wrong mic. He's grabbing mics yeah, and like, he's throwing it's like them around. his own world over there. Yeah. It was like the, it was like What's the, happening? This the is Riz, the audio version of the, setting oneself on fire. This is the Riz, interview. Riz interview. I just took, grabbed the wrong mic. Now you know how Riz easy interview. it is, Iggy. Now i got to put the condom on. What do you mean, Riz interview? I grabbed the wrong mic. It's a reference to when Iggy, in between the Sea Monster and Gangster Pete, was handling my podcast. And uh, did not record oh. or did not have a mic on. I now get blamed for talking into the wrong mic either yeah. way. Yeah. And I just edited an episode, thank the great Buck Swope, about Jay Jr. referencing when he is in one day <laughs> that interview because we played some terrible audio clip that I'm sure just it was in, well, I'm sure has a couple drops to it. Well, I don't know who would do that. I mean, <laughs> Mike 4 is here, Mike 5 is there, Mike 5 was drugged over here. Something happens overnight mm. and in the weekends in this Mike little Mike 4 closet. was way over there. I mean, who would do that? I get here early and it just always seems like something's a little off. You know, you ever I wonder what goes on. I don't know. I don't know. Did somebody come in and podcast at night? Well, probably an easy place to, like, hide. Like, in the evenings, if you just want to chill this, and hang this out. This office space is huge. There's so many different places to hide. Even if you wanted to hide, you wouldn't come in and rearrange the microphones, would you? <laughs> yeah, it does seem an odd, like an odd thing to do. Yeah. Uh, Carl Pelker's in there, and he says, Hi, Dougie, we love you. We love you long time. You know Carl Pelker? Well, the name sounds familiar. No Wasn't he a soccer player? <laughs> well, he loves you long time. Uh, oh. The callous coitus says, This is the last day we get to see Tim. Before break, boys, revel in those baby blues as long as you can, baby. Doug, that's oh, from the callus coitus. The callus. And a pastry chef named Mesfin is also in there. Car washes in winter are a hotbed for digital polite. Mm. I don't know what any of this means, but it's all wonderful. Would you like to train to become a pastry chef yourself? <laughs> There's no way I'd Would that take a lot of training, a, a year or two? If Mesfin would teach somewhere? me, yeah. yeah. Well, he was the best. See, there you go. What did he make? Oh, everything. Tarts. <laughs> Tarts. Pastry Cakes chef from uh, Bombay. His name was Mesfin. Bread. Scones? How was his scone game? Uh, not a lot of scones in Bermuda for some reason. You'd think mm. so with the English uh, background. Could he fashion a stolen? Oh, he did a great stolen. <laughs> oh, did he? 
Good morning. This hijacking gets a zero out of ten. Zero. No points. My ears are hurt Come from on, boots. Come on, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Latest temper tantrum. And now he's talking about himself and painting, literally painting, oh, panting, I'm sorry, panting, literally panting into the mic. What the F? It's two minutes into the show, Doug. That's from Colts columnist Brian Hick. Okay. I didn't hijack anything. I just... Henson's always right me there. About, somebody asked me about mess when I answer the question. Henson doesn't miss a beat, though. I'll give him that. <laughs> Mr. Licks hands out the cologne samples in between cleaning up the toilet. By the way, the crapper at Frontenac Plaza is pretty nice. Doug, that's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Okay. Mr. Licks is one of those guys who sprays cologne on you. There. Yeah, for a dollar <laughs> in the bathroom. And now they're advertising with us? They are. Great to have them on board. Does anybody still shop there? Every time I go by there, there's parking lots empty. You're <laughs> shopping at Saks? No, when I drive by there on Lindbergh, I look in the parking lots right there. There's like no cars there. Uh, it's been packed this holiday season. Packed. I was there a week or, weekend, last weekend, I guess. Packed. Can you still buy fur coats there, do you think? I don't buy fur coats. I would like a sure, fake that's fur a, coat. There's a market. I, I'm sure there are fur coats there. Not, I want not a, many. I want a fake fur coat. Have you seen one in St. Louis in the last 10 years? I can't think of where one. Where would that you I've see seen. one? Where would you see a fur coat? Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah, but like where would somebody wear one? Oh. I don't know. Some gala. Year like end awards? Mm-hmm. The MAC for sure. I could see yeah. a couple throwing on in. Maybe a fur. You're talking about a fur collar or the no, whole just a fur thing coat. is fur? Fur coat. How about imitation fur? That's what I said, a fake fur coat. I don't want to wear real fur. No. Like a fake raccoon or... God, out of all the animals you could pick in the kingdom... I'm I'm watching this show. uh, Well, they're plentiful and they're cheap. I'm watching the show that 50 Cent did. Uh, It's actually fabulous. The uh, Power. Have you seen The Power? No. I've heard Trilogy. There's like three of them. I haven't knocked it out yet. They're very good. Uh, But everybody's got fur... All the guys got fur coats on. They look good. Hmm. I had one once. What happened to it? Uh, and I think it was real, too. Um, they had a sale on, and it was a real snowy day. And me and my brother said, yeah, let's go Let's go shopping. Streets are going to be empty. They got a sale on fur coats. I want to go look at them. <laughs> so I saw this one. It was like it came down to my waist. It was real bulky, black. Yeah. And I said, I like this, but he says, no, that's a unisex. Anybody can wear that. I bought it, and everybody just said, God. You were the talk of the town. What are you, a woman? Oh. It ended up being a woman's. I ended up left, uh, leaving it when when uh, Barrett fired me. It was hanging Viva up. Viva la Strode! <laughs> it was hanging up in the back coat room. You and, left it there. And I forgot to get it when I went back. Uh, it was gone with my phone numbers and everything else. But Barrett stole Let your coat. Let me break this down for you real quick. <laughs> I really just want a fur coat. Uh, Dirty Chewbacca says, can I ask why Iggy is selling his Gaga autograph and his used jackets on Marketplace? Doug, what does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. Easiest I, way to sell things. When I moved and uh, I didn't even know I had these two jackets, uh, I'm never going to wear them. Uh, actually, I had three. I had a Jayhawks uh, Letterman's jacket. How'd you get that? I don't know. I really don't know where it came from. It was in my closet. What is a Gaga? Well, you have a Lady Gaga autograph? You're yeah, selling? I do. And it's just, I, it just sits in my bookshelf. I don't... Well, who would want to buy have, an autograph that you got? It just it says Lady Gaga. It's not signed to me. It's not. Oh. What is the price point for this autograph? I put 400 on there. I oh, would you like it for $400? No. Maybe give that to John Vaughn I looked on eBay and I looked on eBay, and it was anywhere from 600 to 750 Oh, so this is a discount. So I just said 400 well, I think unless it was a <laughs> historical figure, if you didn't get the autograph yourself, it doesn't mean anything. You know, people. You think people don't buy autographs? Yeah, that, uh, well, I think they do, but it's weird. I mean, if you, if you're talking about Babe Ruth, well, oh, here's a picture of it from Jenny Talia. New ones of Maybe that. Maybe she's interested. Well, if you don't want to, if you don't, if you want a Lady Gaga autograph, and oh, you, here it there's is. no way you're ever going to be able to get it. Lady Gaga signed Terry Richardson Monster Ball Book. Okay. And there's a picture of Iggy with Lady Gaga. Just to show that that's why. Right. Signed, exactly. So. And it's four hundred dollars. She wearing a meat dress in that picture? No, it's a robe. You know those point out Hollywood jackets. I saw a listener pull up there. Some of those are pretty pricey. Yeah, they are. They're collector items. I got that when I went to the Planet Hollywood. Grand How much Oval. can I get that Planet Hollywood jacket? Well, for? it's a three pack for one fifty, right? Ooh. No, I just put one fifty for. If you want to separate them, I gave one to Rafe. Rafe wanted to know. I guess Rafe saw because my girlfriend is a huge Kansas Jayhawk fan. How much? I said I'll just give it to you. So I just gave it to him. Uh, so the other two are available. Uh, KG in O-Town is interested, and he says he'll give you $20 and a wishbone ash cassette tape for the oh. Lady Gaga autograph. A little cash, little trade. So if anybody wants it. <laughs> he um, just said he wanted oh, it. Burn, for $400. Burn. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of people would love a Lady Gaga autograph. They're never going to get one unless they well, buy it. They're never going to meet her. I don't so know. unless you if, unless you think you're going to meet Lady Gaga, you're never going to have her autograph. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at this. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Well, I got a pepper at least once. So, I have one thing signed that, that is on my wall that I kept. is the uh, Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga, cheek-to-cheek <laughs> CD that Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga signed. That's all I need. So It's just so much more meaningful if you got the autograph yourself <laughs> to say, see, I did meet her. I know I met her. It's just sitting. It's just not something I display. It's just sitting in my bookshelf. So if I can make some money off it, fine. And somebody can make somebody happy that they got a Lady Gaga autograph. So be it. If it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. Okay. Gosh. It's no big deal. No. Have you had any nibbles? It said they had like 200 views clicked on it, but I guess nobody wants to buy it. That's good fine. luck. Good. Yeah, good, good. That's fine. It's just sit in my bookshelf again. Or just give it away to somebody. I don't know. Well, well I mean, to go it? And, and from, from a leverage standpoint, to say it. this is worth four hundred dollars and then just go to zero, I just don't know if I would counsel you. Pawn oh. shops would love you, Iggy. <laughs> She's well, a big star. Why don't you just put it in a frame somewhere and keep it for yourself? Well, it's a it's a huge book. It's a Terry Terry Richardson is a famous photographer who has really been. Turns out he's a pervert. Um, How well, do you know that? I'll read some articles on him. All the girls that have worked with him have came out during the Me Too movement and said he's a creep. Um, Is this what's $400? His book? The book, but it's signed by her. It's oh. a book that he was given access to her for an entire year of the Monster Ball Tour. And Lady Gaga said, just take whatever pictures you want. Nothing's off, off base. So he followed her on this tour for a year and took pictures and put a book together. And it's a fascinating book. Great it's pictures. It's a pervert book with a lady. But Gaga. it's signed by her, so... Do you think that hurts the value of the product? I gotta be. Mm, good question. All the view, they probably Googled the guy and were like, oh, I can't support that. Probably like, so. I would think it would hurt the. If it was well known that he had done something. Uh, Doug, you know, Chairman Steve in Wildwood sure. won the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year last yes, year. And his mm-hmm. speech was brilliant. Well, he wasn't there. He uh, he automatically gets his texts read now as the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year. And he says, let me fix the decimal point on that price point. Let's move it two spaces over to $4. (laughs) And who the F mentioned this? He won't shut up for an hour now. That's from Chairman Stephen Wildwood, Doug, your listener of the year presented Mm -hmm. to you by Milagro Tequila. Oh, and those texts have to get read every day now. Yeah, that's uh, contractual. For a year. Contractual. And then you text in about it, so it makes no sense. You bitch about me talking about it, but then you text in about me talking about it. Mm -hmm. Was that Mrs. Jenny Shanahan who asked about it? I don't know, but I just... It's enough of it. If you want it, it's on Facebook. Go get it. DM me. Come over and pick it up. If not, don't worry about it. Yeah, stop worrying. I put a lot of things on and nobody buys. And I put other things. I got rid of my Playboys on Facebook Marketplace. What did you, what you get, get for, for that? 50? Jake's Coke. 50? I got 200 bucks for all of them. Look at that, no. Doug. Take that. Well, I said $100 for 100 of them. And then two people offered. But then I started unboxing them for the one guy. And this guy got like 200 in here. So then I'll sell them twice. So the one guy came and... And the other guy said, I can pick them up today. And they both showed up at the same time. It was kind of awkward. Yeah. So did they fight over which ones they got? No, I just separated them. And the other guy left. And I said, here. Huh. Welcome to the yard sale with Ken Strode. That's from the Veiled Prophet. Is that a show in Camelax? I think it used to be, yeah. Or was it Trading Post or something like that? Yeah, Trading Post. Popular as hell. It it was, yeah. It's on every Saturday. Chairman Steve's losing it in the text inbox. Oh, who cares? Well, you might as well have your estate sale before you die. It's, it's just something I'm not going to use, and I could use the this money. This is an estate sale. This is what it sounds like. It's so, well, my estate sale will bring like thirty bucks. Um, it's just something. It's just something I'm not going to use, and if I can make some money off, I'm fine. If I don't, well, it goes back in the bookshelf. I mean, there's. I got other things I would never sell. Like what? I don't know. Autograph pictures and things like that. Concert books. This seems like, like quite a little momentum for Stevie you. Nicks. Why don't you hang on to this? I did Stevie Nicks autograph poster for thirty-five years. I gave it to Learn. Well, but that's not as that's not as valuable as uh, somebody offered me four hundred for it. Why didn't you take it? Hmm. Looks like Orson Woods Wacko might be interested. If the shipping is not included in the Gaga penis picture book, no deal. That's from the Orson Woods Wacko. Mm. Well, if you go on there, it says pickup only. I'm not shipping it anywhere. <laughs> pickup only. Yeah, come get it. I'm not going anywhere to it's get it. It's just a book. How, how hard is it to, to ship it somewhere? I'd have to go to the post office and all that. <laughs> yeah. Can you jack up the price by about $50 yeah, and say, all right, ship it into the, It's a heavy book. still net 400 
It's a heavy book. It's probably about four pounds. Uh, Chris Raby says, how do you come up with these valuations, Ken? Let us peek behind the curtain, you spoiled pastrami slice. Oh! Well, I went on eBay, and I found three of them for $750, $725, and $650. So I just said, I'll go $400. That's how how do you come up with the price you sell baseball cards for? You look and see what people are willing to pay for it. Mm. If nobody wants to pay for it, then it's not worth $400. Yep, he's not going to stop today. That's from Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Well, why don't you stop texting? How yeah. about if you stop texting, I'll stop now. talking about it. You think your texts are so important, Uh-oh. but what I talk about doesn't count. Listener of the year, he's allowed to have these texts read. Blogger tequila. Yeah, listen to the year, because he just calls it. Hey, Doug. What's up? Hey, guys. What's up? Yeah, what'd you do last night, Doug? Blousy, what's up? Any good restaurants lately? It's just a stream that of, like biff. Stream That's a of biff call. Yeah, well, they're both the same. They both call and just mm. talk gibberish. Oh. Hot takes. <laughs> Doug, it's the Mungan S. St. Louis Acura. Mungan S. Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. My final one of 2023, and we're going to celebrate my 2023 throughout the day here uh, at Hubbard Radio. I think Casey's going to do it, 106.5 The Arch is going to do it, 105.7 The Point. All hail Tim. The 92.3 WIL, that's correct. Everything will be uh, about my 2023. Munganas, St. Louis, Acura, Alton, Toyota. Sponsor our 7 o'clock hour, Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganas, the absolute best, and I can't say enough good things about him. So if you, someone in your family, is looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, just go to St. Louis, Acura, or AltonToyota.com, and now you're working with the best. And you got a question, you got a request, you got a secret number, is what you got. 314 252 0029. That's 314 252 0029. And that's the secret number to text or call to talk with the best. And that's uh, Mug and a sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour. Plowhawk, you're giggling. Did a text tickle your fancy? I, I just, all the texts, I think. <laughs> all the texts. They're very active this morning, Doug. Are they? They know this is the the farewell show for 2023, yeah. and they want to get get it all in. Well, they're excited they're about bidding for letters to... of authenticity. A lot of authenticity <laughs> is the picture with me and her. How about that? Oh, like that's from that. former fan page moderator Neil Allen Craig Paulette. Sounds like he's interested. Yeah. Well, you do have a lot of interested parties. <laughs> it does seem like there's. But some the price may vary. You're gonna have to really negotiate. Yeah, four bucks free. You should keep this. It's a picture of you and an autograph of the major celebrity of our time. I have the picture. I'm not giving the picture of me and her away. That's just to show that I met her. That's how I got assigned. <laughs> you know, I don't have a letter of authenticity. I didn't say, oh, by the way, guy, can you get me a letter of authenticity for this, too? <laughs> it's like Vivian A. Shores in studio. Uh, wow. Uh, there is a <laughs> you have competition now. Uh, there is now a post on the TMA fan page. Doug, look at this. What? It says... 2KG, your cooking show is great. That's an autograph from Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. And it says $7,000 or best <laughs> offer. So now there's competition. Well, he does have a very good cooking show, I understand. Yeah. Uh, that that might have been it. That, that might have been the silver ball. Everything he does, he steals. <laughs> the hat he had on the other night. Yeah, that's what, what hat he had. He's been wearing that for a year. Oh, I'm going to. Moon wears Cam it. Newton wears it. I'm going to wear it. Look, I look like Moon. I mean, you steal everything you do. <laughs> mm, do you do anything on your own? Do you do everything on your own? Isn't it more Cammy, Cammy Nunu? Uh, he started it. It's kind of kind of woman at the winery hat, personally. Woman at the winery hat. KG Notown was dressed up as a woman at the winery? What kind of hat? People funny. know. It's funny. He never wore it until he came in here, and I'm sure he saw Moon wearing it. Oh, <laughs> it's not... It's not like a fedora or something, is it? I don't even know what you call it. Jackson calls it a woman at the winery hat. <laughs> People know. I wouldn't say that's a very. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Kelly, our sales girl, wear one like that. So maybe that's where he stole it from Kelly. I don't know. Instead he stole moon. Kelly's hat instead of Moon. I don't know. I love that our general manager, general sales manager, <laughs> yes. called our sales girl. Kind of got. Kind of got shoved right there. <laughs> She's the just... best. Well, like if I wear pants, am I copying someone who also wears pants? Like, well, it's a different kind of hat. Come on, not everybody's wearing that hat, Jackson. This? <laughs> yeah, but just because Moon wears it doesn't mean other people can. Uh, KG Noton says Future wears it. Future also big time wears it. So you're stolen from somebody else. <laughs> can say, oh, what's this? Oh, oh. I want to take shots. It'll keep going. Just I don't really care. Who are we talking to now? Who do you think? 
Well, there's a lot of people very active mm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Who was I just You're talking about? <laughs> I you, love you, Jackson. Drag his ass. That's oh, from Brian Henshin, Doug, and he's I'm keeping not, an eye on the I'm Colts. I'm not trying to get involved in any any beef. I'm just saying <laughs> the idea, like, anyone can wear any hat. Like, you're not copying just because you're wearing a hat. He can, but he's never worn it before until. He wore that the 2022 <laughs> listener end of the year awards. Yeah, when did he start? Right around there. Well, yeah, he got the job because he won, baby. German Steve, 2024. Filling in. <laughs> no, he had got the job before he got that. He had been started filling in already. He just, I mean, he's never been hired. He doesn't work here. He just, well, he does work here. No. When he comes in, he gets paid. When he, when nobody's off, he's not working here. I guess we'll see him tomorrow for two days. Well, he puts in some time here. He uh, is he work. coming in? Yeah, is he in? Jackson? Uh, he's known about it, so he would text me if he isn't. So I would assume yes. Okay, there you go. Well, that'll be nice to see him in his hat. You know he's going to wear the hat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, you want to go through all the things. It's already a lock. If you want to go through all the things, I start checking them off. Doug, do you want to go through all the things to start oh, checking them off? You can do it quickly. I like kittens and bunnies. Yeah, I do too. One bunny. I do like Singular. kittens and bunnies. <laughs> what are we checking mm-hmm. off? We have a list. I don't know. People know. <laughs> it's only 728. Cooking show. Got time. Oh, wait a minute. Wellington got blocked by this girl. Guess what, Tim? I blocked. She blocked me. You steal everything. Oh. <laughs> you think he wanted to get blocked by this gal that he had a crush on? Yeah, he wouldn't have got drinks with her. Well, it was all for some content for him, and then he creeped her out. She blocked him, and I got blocked too. And it, I don't know. If I mean, it's just amazing that. things that happen to him have happened to other people, or done. People have all done the same thing. He's that's just. Nobody's had their mouth spit in by a unicorn. Yeah, well, no, no. I guess Larry Nickel didn't get that done once. <laughs> that was Robin feeding there. The following presentation is a Barrett Sports Media production. He's connected. Jason Barrett says, I'd like to see you here. The answer is when, where. Isn't that real? Romy. When and where? Like, who drop what he's doing? Oh, well. But it, it's going to be a th- fun Thursday, Friday program. Morning, gonna, lovers. Why? Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, Jackson will be running point, right? Yeah. That'll be fun. Jack does a great job running point. There you go, sure Jackson. Does. Thanks, everybody. KG and O-Town will be here with his fingers at work back there in the studio. Well, fingers, plowhawk. Fingers, yeah, fingers, plowhawk. <laughs> fingers, hawk. Uh, morning, lovers. When I was chatting with KG at the Hot Shots event, I was asking if he was getting wild that night. He said no. He likes to blend into the background. It was dead silence as we both looked at his hat. He could see his own hat from his own head for Kentucky Derby's sake. That's from Cucky the Dwarf, Doug. That's emotional. What do you say? He's going to be low-key. Blend in in the back by laying on the bar and having some girls spit in my mouth. Yeah, that's low-key. You know, in some circles, that's considered very low-key. Low-key. Let me get up here, spit in my mouth. Take a picture. Is that a newer point? Or we don't know. It almost sounds like there's bad blood. I he stole Future's it. hat. You stole Missy Elliott's coat. What's your point, Hoosier? That's from Beer Cats. He won in January of 2023. Milagro Tequila. Let's do it. I didn't even know Missy Elliott wore that until Learn started calling me that. Learn calls you Missy Mis- Misdemeanor? First time she saw that. Coach, she goes, you look like Missy Mister. I saw Learn's Missy, commercial last night. Mister, 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 Mister had <sighs> Kiri? Is that what is it? Kiri? Jackson? I, I don't know. Yeah, one song. Is that what Kiri? Kyrie Irving was named after? Am I right on that? Mister, Mister? Wasn't that Mister, Mister. Oh, okay. I was thinking. But Happy Missy Gilmore. Elliot, Doug, as you know, was Missy Mister Mina Elliot. But in 86? Oh, I don't know the years, Tim. Kiri? Uh, 85. <clears throat> Is it pronounced Kiri or Kyrie? Kiri. Kiri. Kiri, Kiri. Looks like Kyrie. I was saying I saw Learn's TV commercial last night. What's uh, she doing seen, a TV commercial? Have you seen that? What commercial? Well, it was, it was a TV commercial. I saw I know, it last um, night. About what? <laughs> well, don't get mad at me. Man, he's pissed. What did, you think I, what did you think I meant? I said, what commercial? The one meaning, that yeah. I saw on meaning, TV. What, what, what is it about? She's selling refrigerators? What? Uh, well, don't so get you angry. Want to take tomorrow and Friday off as well. 
I, I think it might have been something to do with health care. This text inbox just puts me into a mood every once in a while. I think it was a health care commercial, maybe. She was on it quite a bit. <laughs> health care, really? Heavily featured. I, I could be wrong there. Because as soon as I recognized her, I, I stopped listening to what they were about and said, oh, there's Learn. Was she as Learn or just a... Was she uh, being herself? Because I know. I think so. Carly does one for I think uh, yeah, healthcare. Yeah, several. She's been on several. And different she's ones. not yeah. Carly. She's an right, actor, an actress. I think it might have been Learn. Yeah, she yeah. might have been playing herself. Where did it play? Uh, I was know. trying to think what I was watching. Uh, I guess maybe the, possibly the Blues game. I wouldn't see it then. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just want to say congratulations on this nice little commercial. She's listening. She sure. She's not listening. She's on another show at the same time. Yeah, she's, she's on vacation. She's on. The whole show's on vacation until the new year. Okay. Well, Iggy, why don't you get a commercial? I did a Ryan Kelly commercial once. Oh, that's right. Didn't get any SAG points or anything for it, but... SAG points. Matter of fact, didn't even get paid. Well, you got to be in the SAG union to get the, the points towards the pension and all. I was going to be in that movie that's filming here, but I didn't want to. I didn't have time to fill out all the paperwork. Yeah, so you were really committed to it. <laughs> well, if they would have called me and said Do you want to be in it, but I wasn't going to fill anything out. No, and why would they call you to be an extra? <laughs> I don't know. You man's got speaking parts in it, I think. He does. Yeah. Good for him. That segment they did in a bush. I guess something has something to do with Jack Buck. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, but you man was down there. He had a speaking part. That'd be very cool. Be Lee Mason been, seems to be hanging out. Restaurants. People have seen him all over the place. Really? And he plays Jack Buck. I don't know who he plays. Who, do, who, who plays Jack Buck? Who's play? Willie, Willie Mays Mason? Mason. I don't know. Like, does I think really? so. I is think it that so. big of a role? Jack Buck is that big of a thing? Well, he was a big part of it, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was the one that introduced the, the kid to all of St. Louis by having him on the air all the time, visiting him. We should get the director on. He's from St. Louis, I believe. Is he? KG stole the fashion choice of wearing hats. Iggy stole my little nephew's most adorable petite little bugle boy of uniform pants. Damn it, Doug, what was Learn's commercial and why don't I know about it? Thanks, that's from Gunter. I don't work there. I just get paid when I show up. That's from Gunter. I voted for you too, buddy. Mm, and now this. Now he that turns was a very yeah. aggressive anger toward Doug, though, about the commercial. <laughs> yeah. It was so hot. That's all. I just... I, I don't, don't have all the details about it. <laughs> I just... I, I was doing something like a, else. I treated you like a texter. I'm sorry. And I just glanced up at the TV and said, hey, there's Lauren. She's doing a commercial. <laughs> She's all over the place now. Yeah. You sure it wasn't Carly? Could Carly no, I, no I know well. the difference between the two of them. Carly's commercial has been on a lot. I it's see it every time. Yeah. Every time. And there's two or three different versions of it. Yep. 15 second and 30 second. Uh-huh. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, one where she's pregnant and another one where her kids are sick. Yeah. 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 That's nice. I don't know if I know it. That's good. I don't know if I've seen all I'm of sure them. if I had an agent, I'd have some commercials. But oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Who wants to be Iggy's agent? Why don't you be, get, be an agent? <laughs> get yourself an agent. I probably should have about 30 years Maybe ago. Claims. I should have just gotten into porn like 40 years ago. No. That's a fact, actually. I think with your acting chops, you could play a wide range of characters. I agree with that. I'm sure I could. Well, porn back then for guys paid probably like, what, 50 bucks a yeah. scene? Yeah, unless you were Peter North or somebody you weren't making any money. Monster Looks like loads. gay porn here. <laughs> Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design air, heating and cooling email of the day. Doug, it does cool down next week. But still, relatively speaking, what a temperate mm-hmm. December we have had so far. Design Air Heating and Cooling will take great care of you. Uh, they have now taken care of Iggy as well, and uh, me and Doug are clients. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of both TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. New sode posted yesterday. We were live on YouTube, so you can watch it as well on youtube.com slash TMASTL. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. They're not going to upsell you. No. Seth's fourth generation. They're going to do a great job for you as well. Anytime you run into a furnace issue, go to designairservice.com and work with the great Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios for our Monganass St. Louis Acura. Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Studio sponsor here on TMA. Doug, our title sponsor, could you tell us about them if you would be so kind? That would be Brown and it would be Crouppen, and together they are Brown and Crouppen. Local law firm, been around since 1979. I saw their offices just the other day. They're down there on the hill across from Ragazzi's now. Beautiful new building that they've rehabbed. They are firmly entrenched in St. Louis, and 
they have been for 44 years now, and they've grown into one of the largest personal injury firms in the entire Midwest. If you have a potential personal injury case, Brown & Crouppen is the local law firm here to serve you. And by local, we mean that's important because you see a lot of ads on TV now with lawyers from out of town coming in to tell you what you need to do here in St. Louis. And Brown and & Crouppen knows their way around the courts here. They know the judges. They know the lawyers. They know how to get the best deal for you if you have a case. They'll give you a free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis, no upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid, and they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. They treat their clients and employees like gold. They've been voted one of the best workplaces for years. Brian Crouppen realizes that happy employees are the key to providing the best client experience. And our own 830 recreator says his mother works for yeah, that's right. and absolutely loves it. And they love her. Brown and Crouppen, very much a part of the community. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call the number. I'll give that now. 314 222 2222, or you go to com. Make sure to let them know you heard about it here on TMA. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. The Illinois Recovery Center is dedicated to providing precise and authentic care to those seeking help and treatment, whether you've made the life-saving choice to seek help on your own or you want to be prepared for the other end of an addiction intervention with a loved one, the chance to learn about addiction recovery is available to you at the Illinois Recovery Center in Swansea. If you or someone you know wants more information about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. And you can check them out on Facebook at Illinois Recovery Center. It's Illinois Recovery Center, wonderful sponsor here of TMA. Jackson, tell the people about Circa. Be happy to, Tim. Plenty to gamble on uh, this week, whether it be NHL, college hoops, the NBA, then you got the NFL coming up this weekend. Plenty of bowl action towards the end of the month. Well, it's all available over on the Circa Sports app, the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas, and now it's in Illinois. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets. High betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. And the cool thing is the Circus Sports app is a sports betting app made by sports bettors. So they encourage you to shop the lines. Shop around, check out some of the other Illinois sports books, and then come back to Circa. I'm real confident you're going to like the lines over at Circa more because they always strive for those tight money line splits. And the Circus Sports app is now available in Illinois. So visit CircusSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, Call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is. Get involved in the program. 314-881-TMA5. TDF Group. Text inbox. 314-881-TMA5. Call it. We really want phone calls today, Doug. Do we? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 636-900-4 TMA. And, of course, email in for our design air heating and cooling email today. Jeremy Rutherford will be with us at uh, 9 o'clock. Uh, he has a hard out at 925. Does he? Uh, I guess there's a thought process as we go 25 minutes. Oh. Uh, but he is brought to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Jim Dandy last night. I do want to spend about 25 minutes on that Blues Lightning game. What was your favorite part? Well, they, they played, got stomped. It was, I turned it on, and they were down 5 nothing. I said, well, this one might be over already. So much for the dead cat bounce of a new coach. But, you know, it happens. It's a good team. You're going to have games that you lose, games you're going to win. Yeah, Most put, of them could go either way. This one could not go either way. They were thoroughly upbeat, uh, trounced. Team changed a coach. They're probably not going to make the playoffs, even though it is just mid-December. But it mm -hmm. kind of feels like this team isn't a playoff team. So I think you're just going to see a lot of losses like this. Maybe not 5 nothing, but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if things did not go well the second half of the season. You think they'd be worse than they were the first half? I, maybe about this thing. I, I just don't know how much better they can get. Even with the coaching change, it just kind of got some dead weight on the defensive side, and sometimes their offense doesn't show up. What are they, like 500? I think a game yeah. under. I think if they play... Second half, kind of like they did this. so far. They were right there for the playoffs, right there at the, mm. the bottom of it anyway. Well, that was yeah. just a stinker. This game was a stinkeroo. I like that. Yeah, that happens from time to time. It happens in every sport. You just get trounced. Here's what the captain said last night uh, following the debacle by the Bay. All right, hit the lever, please, Plowsy. Got you, dog. 
No talks throughout the season about going up and down from game to game. You see some some old habits tonight, or were the kind of different stuff you saw tonight? Um, no, I don't. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think there was. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into like the old habit type of thing. I think we know we can play better in here. And and like I said, when it does go one nothing early or, or maybe two and got to try and find a way not to let them get that third goal and, and uh, you know gets a good team like that that you know just got a good goal in that and um, you know yeah you got to find a way to I guess uh, uh, like I said before tilt the ice and stop the bleeding early and just weren't able to do that tonight and yeah we had some chances but we only had 13 shots going into the uh, third period so um, you know we got the lots to clean up and, and uh, you know move forward and um, focus on a game in, in Florida where uh, we know there's going to be no room again against a good team and um, a team that plays together and plays hard. A friend of the year-end awards, uh, Mike Claiborne, uh, who was in attendance, Doug, last week he at was. Hot Shots in Webster mm. Grove, oh, yeah. uh, tweeted out, 5 nothing, and no one is remotely mad. Camera phone lights have more fight than this bunch. Oh. And then two hours later, he yeah. just tweeted out, ha. I like that. It's like <laughs> a Tavon Austin tweet. Mm-hmm. Killers dot. Killers dot ha. Well, maybe they can tilt the ice in Florida. Sunrise. Yeah. Camera phone lights have more fight than the sponge. I don't get that. Doug? No, well, I, I don't either, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I know where he was going with it. <clears throat> that the sponge doesn't, doesn't, have, doesn't much have, have much fight. Doesn't have much fight, you know. There's no leadership. It's just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> well, the, the previous two games, they looked awfully good. You play a long schedule in professional sports, you're going to have nights where you just get blown up. It happens to the best of teams and the worst of teams, obviously. And there's going to be nights they beat somebody like that, too. I don't, I don't think you can throw a blanket statement over a team because they had one horrendous night. Yeah, there, have been other night there have been other bad nights, for sure. But, you know, I, I don't think you can pull out one game and say, this is who they are. Is this who they are, or were the last two wins who they are? It's, it's a combination of all that. Has this new coach spoke yet? Yes. <laughs> Before oh. every game, after every I game. I haven't heard any clue. I was just curious yeah, what he sounds like. Tell yours Drew Bannister on... Uh... You think they got the George Hendrick of hockey coaches? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm not talking. <laughs> I haven't heard anything, so I'm just curious. What is the interesting the game? Was that just the penalties? Yeah, I mean, he took three penalties. Like, Bucci's, Bucci's a, a good player for us, and uh, he's no good to me in the penalty box. Like, he, he's... He's got to be out on the ice. He's got to be effective that way. And, you know, I think for him, it's it's not only a message to him, but it's a message to the whole team. Like, you know, uh, we need guys to play on the ice. They're, they're no good to us in the penalty box. And, um, you know, so so moving forward, that's that's the standard. Like, guys want to guys play. They have to earn their ice time. Yeah, yeah, yeah he benched him. Final 13 minutes. Banty. I miss Baruby. First time he spoke. That's not the first time. He's Doesn't spoken. sound like a, an intimidating presence. Kind of sound like reminds me of like Marmol. He's not not giving full effort from a <laughs> well, meal. It's like it's his third yet. game as a head coach, and he's like trying to set this weird tone. I don't know. Well, it's true. You can't really score if you're in the penalty box. No good to us if you're in the penalty box. Yeah, that's, yeah very that's, insightful nobody's stuff. Nobody's ever mentioned that before. Well, I wonder why they got get off of his back. I wonder why they got rid of Baru, but is you it, got this guy. Is it possible he's just saying, hey, let's not take stupid penalties or we're going to get beat 6-1? to one. This ain't peewee hockey, man. You can't bench a, one of your top players for the last half of the game. Maybe that's what he has he... to do to get their attention. They made a coaching change for a reason. Yeah, I think guys really are disciplined. Come on. You think Cairo and Thomas would be like, okay, now we got to step up. We saw Bucci's bench. That's <laughs> well, nine million a year. <laughs> what are you going to do if you don't do something like that? What other tactic is there other than sitting him on the bench? What else can you do to a player? It's the worst thing you can do to a player is put him on the bench. Scold him post game. I guess not. Scold him. <laughs> <Guess not. laughs> uh, Brian Henson's not happy, but it's not with Iggy this time. It's with uh, the Plowhawk. Are you effing serious, Darren? I don't know what he's talking about, but that's Brian Henson. I don't watch any show hockey, Bugsman. so I'm not really that serious. Never let you know what he's talking about. Just yells and doesn't give any examples of why you're kidding. Well, do you think you think I was serious when I said, oh, wow, like, this is all like that? I don't watch the games, bro. This roster doesn't appeal to me at all. It's mm. boring. So I think it's fun to kind of poke jabs at a coaching change when it's three games in. I think it does remind me a lot of Marmol where he's calling out a player. And he's kind of just a guy. 
banister. Now know. if you get a tripping penalty, just <laughs> go in the tunnel. You're done for the night. Just damn it. <laughs> penalty. I don't know. That's taking it to an extreme. And the coach had just given a cop out. Oh, we lost 5 nothing. But let's just blame it on a couple players. I'm going to skate right up on out of here. That's what we need. Slime me. He didn't say I'm going to skate right on up out of here. <laughs> I didn't hear him taking accountability for a game plan coming in. I didn't hear anything about him taking accountability for That's himself. That's the first time I heard him at all. Yeah. Well, he's a can't talk wait to watch this guy. The, the players win and lose the games, not the coach. Well, then get and him out of there. Even just, if have were, Otter, just have Otter on the bench. Even if you were just an average player or didn't even make it to the league, if you're the head coach or the manager, you're not just a guy. You're the, you're the guy. You're the guy in charge. And whether we have great respect for him as a player, you have to have respect for the, for the title. And he's the one... Calling the shots now. He's an interim coach. I mean, calling the shots now. I don't remember, Doug. Maybe you or Tim remember this. What was what was the? Um, I mean, it's not really an outrage with Barubi. A lot of people don't understand it. What was it? What was people's reaction when they let Quinville go? Uh, similar. Perhaps, yeah. Disappointing. He had so much uh, success. Not nearly. I do not remember that. Degree, not Yeah, not to this degree. He had, he had lost Brett Hull. Remember? He and Hull were clashing, I think. Didn't Hull take a shot at him in practice? <laughs> that, shoot the puck at him that once? That was Keenan. Keenan. Oh, I th- no, I thought that was Quinville. No. no shot he, 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 Hull was gone, uh, I think it was after the 97 season. He won a cup with Dallas in 99 and with the Red Wings in 2002. Oh, Quinville was let go after they lost... In uh, two, they lost in, to the Sharks in the first round in 2004. He um, was let go in the middle of the season. I thought it was early in the season, if I'm not mistaken. But that that early exit in 2004 set the stage. Well, after they fired Quinville, he did virtually nothing except win three Stanley Cups. Let's see, yeah. Exactly right. In, Qu- in Quinville's 2004 season with the Blues, the team started poorly and late in the year was in danger, missing the playoffs for the first time in a quarter century. As a result, Quinville was fired. So maybe he was fired after the season. I don't recall. It's been 20 years. But I, but either way, I, I can't recall, and I don't know if you can, Doug, when a manager or coach or GM or whatever term you would want to use for a person in a position of power from college to, uh, to the pros in St. Louis was met with that level of a combination of surprise, but more so than the surprise the disappointment yeah. in the Barubi announcement. Unless it would be Whitey Herzog stepping down in 1990. But he did that but he on stepped his own. Down, yeah. He did that on his own. People were still pretty surprised by it. Right. But, yeah, as far as a coach being uh, fired for a product on the on the ice of the field, I, yeah. I think well, everybody remembers he brought us a cup. So it's always going to be that you fired a guy that brought us a Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, Quinville, you know, granted didn't have great success in the playoffs, but his team's always played well. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of shocked when they let him go, but I don't. I don't Winning his coach in Blues else. history. More wins than any other coach I've ever had. Well, maybe this guy will do something. <laughs> oh God, that's not a real vote of confidence. That's a promo. <laughs> You're not gonna be here next year. Why do you say that? <laughs> What's exciting? Will. Like, I mean, if he takes into the playoffs, I guess. But like, they met the playoffs, and there's really no team chemistry. Like, you're gonna. You're going to subject your players to that? And you might as well get a high-profile guy that's been recycled by six other teams. That's kind of what the NHL is. Well, they kind of need somebody to, to shake things up, don't you think? I mean, is Torts available? I'm sure you can. <laughs> oh, God, not him. I'm, I'm He's kidding. He's like the but, meanest you know, guy in the world. <laughs> meaner than a Hornet? He is. Maybe that's just what the team needs. Well, Quinville's, Quinville's available again. Guys, if you had Drew Bannister being held accountable on the show today, it was paying plus 1000 By the way, Iggy talking about his Facebook marketplace sale was minus 500 but to be fair, I'm sure someone asked him about it. That's from Chairman Stephen Wildwood, Malagra Tequila Listener of the Year 2023. Yeah, they did, so you're correct there. Right. I mean, yeah, no one's safe. And if you think I really care, <laughs> now that's when a Hull, Hull shot the puck we got three hours to kill here. Keenan, I remembered it as Quinville, but when he shot it Keenan, that was, Somebody says he shot it at Quenville. But Quenville was fired in 2004. But he would have been around for some of the Brett Hall years. Oh, yeah, absolutely he was. He came over in 96, I think. His first game yeah. was after they fired Keenan. That's what I thought I remembered because I thought, how weird is that? And then Mike Kitchen coached for, what, 12 years? 
No, more just twelve weeks or so. Something. Maybe Shanahan that shot the puck at Keenan. No, no, no. Hall <laughs> took a shot. At I think I was twelve at the time, so I don't think I have any insight. On I was just a wrister. It wasn't a big slap shot. There he is. Uh, 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 uh. Huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the part of the show where the two dopes who haven't watched a game all year give their opinions and tell us what to think. Doug, that's Nathan from the east side of Alton, and well, he is just never happy with this. What show. was my opinion? What did, I, what did I tell you to think? I didn't even know the guy's name. Look, I'm I'm trying to... I'm trying to get some pizzazz going here. Oh, yeah. You think I really care? I don't even. I didn't even know Bannister's first name. I didn't know his last name till yesterday. You do need to come down the hallway at ten. I think they they would all just spontaneously combust. I you didn't know, know if the guy's think... even spoken. You could do it as a Christmas present. Yeah. No, I did that. Yeah, we asked two special guests today at one party. Hey, Jr. Getting plowsy. Haven't seen a game all year. Break it down, boys. <laughs> Well, it's like two guys who've been to, like, one game a year and watch two or three games a year, and then they're the experts on the team. That, to me, is fair. You get, we're, getting the, we're getting the opinion of the common fan, which is important to the organization. Doug, pillow stacker Mike has sent in this anecdote. This summer, St. Louis decided to change the course of the franchise. Veteran Blues defenseman Mark Bergevin said he didn't think the team would ever win the Cup with Hull because of his selfishness. Last season, Hall was unhappy over the prospect of leaving the Blues, and during training camp practice, he fired a pocket coach, Joel Quenville. Hall was startled when Quenville retaliated and fired it back at him. That's what I heard. <laughs> Quote, I don't want to talk about it, Quenville said tersely last week. Brett and I addressed it. We moved on. That's from Pillow Stacker Mike. Yeah, that's the incident that I was remembering. I, I missed it. I didn't see that at practice. I went at every practice, obviously. Hull was gone from St. Louis before Quenville. I don't think that's the case. That's from Cuckleberry Finn. Is that the case? I thought Hull left after 97 and Quenville was here in 96. I don't remember. Jackson, is that correct? Well, Tim, um, who are the players in question? (laughs) Brett Hull (laughs) and Joel Quenville. Okay. Quinville is a coach. Right? You've heard of these guys? <laughs> you're part of you're part of me and Plowsy's. Uh, <laughs> no, because I don't have an opinion. Neither do we actually. Uh, so when did Brett Hall leave the Blues? Yeah, 1998, the year I was born. Yeah. And when did Quinville live? What were his years here? Joel Quinville, you mean? Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, Q U E N N E V I L L E. Boy with a mustache on this cat. Yeah. Uh, good player himself. Yeah, he ended his tenure with the Blues in uh, 2004. But, he was but Doug wants to know when, when it started. When did he start? Uh, wow. Uh, he became the head coach <laughs> of the Blues in 1996. Okay. So no, he won the Stanley Cup with the Avalanche in 96, so I guess 97. Wikipedia is being very difficult with me. He was the assistant in Colorado, right? Correct. Uh, no, Blues coach from 96 <laughs> to 2004. What a time to be alive. Gosh. I think he was with the Panthers, of course, until two years ago. Yeah. So it was in his first couple of years that he clashed with Hull. Mm-hmm. It seems to be that there was some crossover. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Quinville was here after Mike Keenan was fired. They would have never let Hull go if he had shot a puck at Keenan. They said, yes, keep doing it. I think he shot one of him, too. Probably. He shot pucks at both of his coaches. <laughs> he here. wasn't a big fan of Mike Keenan or the no. ice at the uh, the arena. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> couldn't show Keenan on the big video board because the crowd was <laughs> booing and they shot a coach at a, a shot of the home coach. Did he cry afterwards? <sighs> I, I don't believe he cried. No. Nice. He had success here. Not not a lot. Never won a cup, but made the playoffs. He had some good teams. Another great mustache, Mike Keenan. Mm-hmm. He had kind of a pencil thin mustache. Pretty Quinn, solid, though. Boston Blackie kind? Yeah. Quinville had kind of a porn stash. Something more like crumbs, you know, thick enough to wear like crumbs, like stick in there. That's a real oh. sweeper. <laughs> well, I think the listeners are enjoying the program. If we've exhausted that topic, let me say that uh, congratulations to John Vaughn, who had his child last night. Oh, oh my way. God! Hey, baby. Hey, Holy boy. crap! Gordon Douglas. Here he is on YouTube. Love that. Gordon Douglas is the name? Gordon Douglas. Oh, that's Vaughn. outstanding. Yeah. Were you able to go there last night? Have you? No. Uh-uh. No. The labor lasted a long time. Long time, yeah. yeah. Is he in St. Louis? He is, yeah. Because one of yours lives in Florida, right? Yes. Okay. I'm yes. not sure which one. It's Greg Vaughn. That's Winston. awesome. Yeah. 
Doug's oh, here outstanding. officially a grandpa. Grandfather for the first time, yeah. You make yeah. you feel old. What are you going to see him today? Gonna, today yeah, well, yeah. When the, I got a sound story after this, and then we'll go. Nice. That is outstanding. Mm-hmm. How about that? How's yeah, everybody we're doing? Excited. Everyone's doing great. Everyone's doing fine. Gordon Douglas. Gordon Douglas. Gordy. Gordon after Gordon Bombay or Gordy Howe? I'm not Probably sure. Probably Gordy Howe, I would yeah. think. Big old cheeks. Look at those cheeks. Look at that. Look at that. Now we know Douglas is after you. Is there a Gordon in your family? Well, John is also John Douglas. Okay. It could be me or him. I don't know. I guess I'd prefer it to be after me. Yeah. Could have called it Douglas Gordon. You like the it? Sure could have. I'll I'll address that today when I see him. (laughs) That kind of sounds like a full name, though. Douglas Gordon. Like Gordon Uh, could be the last name. Yeah. Guys, Doug is officially a gilf. That's from Randy Character, um, right down the hallway. Sent that in. Yeah, a lot of people can't believe I'm a grandfather. You know, 37 years old. 37 grandfathers. 37 yeah, grandfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, congratulations. That to is that, outstanding. John. That's fantastic, Doug. Yeah, congratulations to them. It. What the f? That's from Brian Henson. <laughs> What? He said it. I don't he know. Said they should have called about, it. He said the they should have called it Douglas Gordon instead of Gordon Douglas. Most would, oh, his, his pronouns just... are going to be he, him. That's a, is that on his Twitter? Well, they haven't announced it yet, but I will be telling them that. Well, I didn't know what his pronouns were, so I didn't want to. Pronouns. So I didn't want to say anything, so I just said it. Mm. You know, people got ridiculed when they put those things in their car. Uh, I guess it was abortion. It's it's not it's a it's it's a child or something like that. And somebody, well, if it's a child, why are you calling it it? Well, who's calling it? An so it? they replayed, they rechanged those um, bumper stickers to get the it Hello, out. Hello, Vivian. Oh. Okay. I don't know what the wording was, but they called the baby an it. So people were in uproar over. People get into an uproar over just about anything anymore. Yeah, I didn't mean anything by it. I just. I didn't know the pronouns yet, so I just said I'd be safe with Viva it. Viva la strong! <laughs> it's fine. Did they ask what the pronouns want to be? Yeah, no, have you, have you no. Have to do that? No. No. Did he know he was having a son, or did they find yeah. out? No, they didn't tell us. They didn't know. So they didn't know either? They said they didn't know. Mm-mm. Sounds we like you're suspicious. last night. Well, I don't know. Nowadays, you have all those ultrasounds and everything. It seems yeah, but they at some point tell you, you see something. I feel like what happens often, and I bet some of our listeners have had this happen, is the the nurse, the ultrasound nurse, not that they do it intentionally, but just there can be an accident where they let it slip. Yeah. You know. Well, if they did, they didn't tell us. So right. It was a surprise to us. Wouldn't you want to know though, only just to get the clothes and the baby? Everything's stuff ready? beige right now. Yeah, the room is beige. Neutral, baby. Neutral. Mm, neutral. Now then you really don't need to know. Didn't have a cake exploding in blue and pink? It didn't do all that, no. Mm-mm. Now that's a big thing now, these gender reveals. Didn't do any of that. Gordon Hayward had a good one. That's right. He wasn't yes. happy when he had like five straight daughters. Yeah, he had three daughters, and then they do the fourth <laughs> one, and it pops out pink, and his face just falls down. <laughs> he walked away crestfallen. But I think his fifth child is a boy. Mazel tov to John Vaughn and Gordon Hayward. Doug's patience is admirable. We honestly just got to sit for an hour listening to Ken's tales from his online garage sale before Doug finally got to reveal he had his first grandson. Congrats, Doug. Shut up, Iggy. Oh. Little Tommy Tribbins, who I think won Texter of the Year in 2022. I think. Maybe he won Rookie well, of the Year. He may have. He I may have. For him. He's had a heck of a career. I don't know why, but I voted for him. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't keep Doug from revealing his grandchild. If I did, I apologize. <laughs> no. He's... Someone want to tell me how in the hell we got on the topic of bumper stickers? That's from Aunt Peg. Says congrats, Doug. Maybe if you'd have listened to the whole segment, you'd have known, because <laughs> yeah. I, I called Doug's grandchild an it. <laughs> it's okay. It's absolutely fine. I don't get real upset by things like that. Well, our textures do, though, for some reason. Not even some your people, kids. Why are you getting upset about it? Some people just kind of live to be offended and upset, and catch other people in saying something that they don't find completely 100% appropriate. Or there is like. a business model in being a victim. Mm. I just yeah. don't care about anything. I feel like I just let everything just go over yeah. my shoulder. I just, I, I don't get road rage. I just, I don't, people are crazy. Yes, so the are. more I can avoid 
any situation with any other human, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. And that actually helps. Cuts down on the stress, anxiety. Just hang out with you know who are cool and don't mm-hmm. associate with random people and you get out of those situations. I had a guy cut me off yesterday getting on to Bennington. He just pulled right in front of me. I just gave a little honk because I just wanted, didn't want him to run into my car. No. So I slowed down, gave him a little honk, and he, he put his hand out the window and flipped me off. Oh, oh yeah, not. bro. One honk can I just kind of I just kind of waved to him. I said, go ahead, buddy. I go, what are you flipping me? You cut me off, and you flipped me off? I don't get it. There was a road rage murder in Fenton what, last month. Is that right? Month before. Yeah. There have been a lot of them lately. Right, there, right there by the Gravoy Bluffs. Somebody... I, I guess rear, there was a minor rear-end accident, and the guy in the front walked back and started berating the guy in the second car. And the guy in the second car was fumbling with his gun. And then when the guy in the first car was done walking back to his car, the guy in the second car shot him in the back mm-hmm. and killed him. It's a lot of those. Right there on 141, I think. I just never have honked Holy or never crap. needed to honk. Yeah, and don't ever get out of the car or get in an argument at a mall over a parking spot. Don't do it. Half the people are driving around with guns. Yeah. Well, I honked just to let him know I was there, and he still got over. I had to slow down or he would have hit me. That's the only reason I honk, because a lot of people start to get over, and they don't, they're not paying attention or don't, you know, they don't have a new car where it's got the yellow light that flashes. Uh, so there's a blind spot there. Mm-hmm. So you honk. Say, hey, you're, you're going to hit me. So I did honk, but he kept going anyway, so I slowed down, and then he flipped me off for honking at him. Hmm. I probably saved you some damage in your car. Yeah. Whatever. Well, there, there's not much to be gained by trying to get one more spot in front of a car on the highway or on an exit. Or I know, it's really Who sad. Cares? I mean, what, you're going to arrive two seconds later than you otherwise would have? And then you gotta, you're going to get the stop sign anyway and wait like everybody else. Yeah. They really don't make yeah. any sense. And if someone cuts in front of you on a, an exit, you know, they drive up and they get around the line, just let them go. Just let them go. It's, it's frustrating, but just let them go. Who cares? Well, I don't let them go. <laughs> I figured you would. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> but I don't get no mad about way. it. But I said, no, if you're, gonna, if you're not going to wait in line like the rest of us and yeah. you want to try and gra- go all the way up to the front and then try to barge in, I'm not going to let hmm. you go. You wait for everybody else. What do you do? You cut them off there? No, I just don't let them in. Yeah. I could slow down and say go, but I don't because you're trying to butt the line. It's kind of like you're in a line for a concert and somebody butts in. You don't let them do that. No, get in the back well, like everybody else. It's a little different if you're just in line at a concession stand or something, but on the road where you, people are driving so fast and your lives are at risk, just let them in. Just let them in. Yeah, there's no... You'll for, I Trust me, you'll forget about it 10 seconds later. Well, That's for, good you'll, counsel you'll right there. Doug's giving happened. you good counsel. Yeah, well, I forgot about uh, not letting them in, too. Five seconds later. Okay. Well, you wouldn't forget about it, though, if you weren't into some raging Osier who wants to, you know, scrap or pull a pistol on you. Well, I don't think. That's Didn't you case. have somebody fo- follow you into the Hubbard garage? Didn't you tell a story about that? Or was that somebody yeah. else? Yeah, he did. Right? Yeah, about running the red light. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and he just... followed, so you ran the red light and he followed you to the Hubbard garage? <laughs> you I mean, you're already up. You're already <laughs> dancing did, with the devil. I did not make it up. I think the so light... then what happened once you guys got into the Hubbard garage? I'm not even sure they followed me. It's just that, I guess... Well, was they're... there a vehicle that pulled up behind you? And Well, when I was parking. Okay. And they came up and said, you know, you ran that red light back there. I said, I run it every morning. I said, did you run it? No. Well, how'd you get this close to me? How'd you get here so quick? They just wanted to let me know I ran the red light. Like, I know I ran the red light. Huh. Like a citizen's arrest he was making. I wasn't listening to like Cobra Pile. Citizen's arrest. Citizen's arrest. Like one of year. my favorite episodes of Andy like Griffith. It's the best episode. I, <laughs> I wonder how people would react if you attempted to make a citizen's arrest these days. <laughs> you better be ready to How that would go for you. Right. better be ready to Stay in your car. <laughs> calling the police on you. <laughs> yeah. On what, a red light? <laughs> Is that even a thing? Can you make a legal citizen's arrest? <laughs> I think you're. I that's you murky can. waters. I don't think you can. <laughs> I mean, if you if assault see, somebody while you're doing it, I don't think I that's allowed. I guess if you see somebody assault somebody or they get into a fight, you can keep on the ground and call the cops. You might be in bigger trouble for impersonating an officer than for the guy who ran the red light. Yeah, you're going to get sued for any damage you do to that person. So let's yeah. say you break his arm in the process. Well, there well, you go. You don't have to break his arm. Well, I'm strong. But that, <laughs> Obviously, I'm but breaking that's, arms. That's serious stuff if you start impersonating a police officer. There are. Jackson, do you have the text inbox open? Indeed, indeed. Okay, so you see all the text coming in saying that this is not true. What's not true? I think they're talking about... Oh, I'm sure uh, it's the parking lot. Being followed. Yeah, being in. followed. Something parking else. Lot. Something else that didn't happen that I just made up. 
Oh, yeah. Anytime an Iggy story comes. This story has changed so much since it happened. Such a weird thing to lie about. That's from uh, Glove Blogger. I don't know how it's changed. Oh, it was no, a year ago. Damn it. I'm Things that never happened for $500, please. That's from Josh Bob Bill. And he went to the... Uh, he went to the the Ning and the Blues last night. Jim Dandy went oh. to overtime, didn't well, it? No, I didn't stop. Man, I remember he saw what a great game. Somebody pulled me, came into the parking lot and said, "You know, you ran that red light." That's all I remember. Again, could, should be should we be saying, "Quote my car" when driving a lease and or freeloading on Tim's good name? <laughs> That's oh. from Glove Blogger Tom Draven. <laughs> Oh, now is it possible this person worked here and he was coming to the same place? What about that? Was that a and coworker? So, so he just arrived. Was it in John Kowski by no, chance? I, was that awkward? No, I know people that work here. Maybe but, they worked I mean, in the maybe they worked in the right. other building. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's a sizable complex. It could be somebody working yeah, in the next door. Maybe a den. Maybe they're pulling in here anyway. I'm not sure that that they followed me in there because I ran the red light. Well, you should have used that as your but story. But they saw it. It's been more believable. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you what happened. So I don't think you're skeptical. I don't remember him. what I said last time it him. happened. It happened a year ago. Oh. Just like you. Uh, you'll forget like about you. it in five minutes. I forgot about it. Yeah. Until Tim brought it up or a texter brought it up. Now <laughs> I lied about it. Ah, story's <laughs> changed. You, Somebody you followed me. In, I think it. I did bring it up. I just, I didn't, I didn't think it was a lie. The audience, for whatever reason, really thinks it's well, a lie. Everything I do is a lie to these people. No. So whatever. I'm saying you'll forget about a car cutting in front of you on the highway. You won't forget about a, another motorist storming <laughs> yeah. your car yeah. because you ran a light. Blocking I think Doug's giving good counsel, Iggy. Well, what do you, I run them every day. Not oh. that, the, the flipping people off stuff. I don't flip anybody oh, off. Okay, I thought you said you did. Uh, I've already asked Jody to pull the parking garage footage. Uh, that's from KG and O-Town, so I guess we're going to get Yeah, well, you better, you better introduce yourself when you come in, because I'm sure she doesn't know who you are. And she'll have all kinds of time to pull the footage. Could you imagine, jo I love Jody to death, but I could not imagine very eager to pull footage from a year ago. If there was a triple homicide committed back there, you probably couldn't pull the footage a year later. But no. Yeah, I lied about it. Let's just forget about it. Nobody pulled me in the garage. I made it all up. Ha, I'm going to go in today and say I got... Somebody came to me in the garage and said I ran a red light. That will be a good story for the morning. I sit there and I do that every morning. Yes, oh. yes, Think of yes, stuff to talk about. Yes, yes. What lie can I tell today? I think I getting pulled over in the garage running a red light would be the thing to do. Well, I'm assuming this this gentleman also worked and parked in the same garage and just happened to get there a few seconds. He waited for the light, and then he turned in, and then he happened to bark next to you. Probably. And said, hey, you know, you ran that light. Probably. Maybe he told me that, and I don't remember. I don't know. It was a lie, so I can't remember all the lies I told. Oh, right. It starts with a G and ends with an Ale Volva. Ale Volva. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, Swope will pull up the audio. That's yeah, sure all these other will. idiots That's will get on. Holiday shopping for you. Go to mysoundstory.com, promo code TMA, and look, you've just taken care of a gift that your family will love this year and for years to come. Imagine being able to just go on your phone and listen to your grandparents' voice, your parents' voice, or now, as we offer with a three-camera video shoot, see their image anytime you want, hear their stories anytime you want, and know that your children and their children will always have your family's legacy saved. It is a wonderful holiday gift, but it's a gift for year-round. And it is at MySoundStory.com, an hour-long interview conducted either here at the Hubbard Radio Studios or over Zoom, or we can actually go to your home as well, mysoundstory.com, promo code TMA for 20% off mysoundstory.com for the holidays. Doug, tell the people about Nautrals. Well, Nautrals is a great gift idea. Only a few days here left before the holidays, but it doesn't have to be a Christmas present to your dog. You could buy it anytime. They like them year-round. But it's a nice little stocking stuffer for your dog. Talking about Nautrals, of course, a locally-owned family business founded by two dedicated Team A listeners who want to provide your dog with top-quality dog treats, like the one I'm holding up now. I don't know if you can see that on YouTube. Wonderful little treat for your nice, dog. Nice I'm treat. telling you, Dora nice just nice loves treat. these. Nachos carries a lineup of limited-ingredient dental chews, 100% free, uh, rawhide-free options, and mouth-watering oven-baked cookies. Keep your hands off. These are exclusively for the dogs. We don't recommend for human consumption. I suppose you could eat it if you want. Give it to the dog. Your pup's tail will be wagging with excitement. After tasting flavors like real peanut butter, chicken, and pumpkin, 
your dog will be begging for more, just like Dora does, and her cousin, Elway, who also loves them. Discounted variety packs are also available for your pup. Can enjoy all the flavors delivered right to your door. And here's a little treat for our listeners. Use the code TMA at Nautrals.com for an exclusive 15% off, plus free shipping on orders of $30 or more. That's Nautrals.com. I'm going to go ahead and spell Nautrals for you. G-N-A-W-T-U-R-A-L-S. Dot com, naturals.com. Support the sponsors, a local sponsor, longtime TMA listeners, and, and support their, their Naturals products, and your dog will thank you. Shop local this holiday season and gift your dog treats from Naturals. Another way to shop local is going to Glen Betts Jewelers on Manchester and Pear, about a mile east of I-270. And Manchester Exit, you can park right behind the building. It is on the south side of Manchester. Plenty of parking. Then you go in and you see Craig and David Betts. And oh, what a wonderful holiday gift you would get for a loved one at Glenn Betts Jewelers. And they get to know you, your likes, your lifestyle, the things you love. The three L's, Doug, that's what it's all about. G-L-E-N-N. B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com on Manchester in De Pere, Craig and David Betts, third and fourth generation of the Betts family, a local St. Louis jeweler starting in 1941. I know a number of our listeners have gone in there and gotten to know Craig and David and the staff, and they rave about the experience, really quality people, and a great holiday gift. If you are looking to get your loved one jewelry, go to Glen Betts. Jewelers, G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, Jewelers.com. On Manchester in De Pere, that is a perfect holiday gift as well. Glenn Betts Jewelers. It is the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass Burkhart, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, even though it's 8.13. Jeremy Rutherford going to join us at 9 o'clock. He is presented to you by Mark Hanna. And then we have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Also, my final balloon party of 2023. Jackson will be on tomorrow with Josh Innes, who does afternoons on Casey oh, yeah. five uh, tomorrow and Friday. So, Jackson, what do you have prepared for the final uh, balloon party presentation, including me, for 2023. Doug, I can't even imagine no. like the guests who will be dropping by. I'll have Joel Quinville and Brett Hull. Ah! Really? To discuss the incident? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike Keenan, maybe. He's oh, he loves yeah. doing interviews. Yeah. So that's uh, that's the plan for today. Yeah. Well, you can't get Drew Bannister because apparently he hasn't spoken. <laughs> no, he's probably scolding another player. Oh! No. you got to do that a little as a coach, right? Yeah, worked out great for Marmol. What did he go, 25 games under 500? <laughs> oh. I think it was 20. Speaking of which, I got this A.J. Prasinski sound. Yeah. I think I will save it for the other side of the break, though. Okay, all right, that's fair. He's in the news. Former Cardinal, he does this uh, yeah. podcast, has a big following. Doug, it's called Foul Territory. Okay. Does it every day. Was he on MLB Network for a while? Well, he's been calling playoff games. He was Wainwright's broadcast partner yeah. during the playoffs. Um and his thoughts on the Cardinals in the offseason. Uh, you'll hear that coming up on the other side of the break. Send your emails in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Buck Swope with a one-goal lead over the JV golf coach. This is TMA, presented by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.